I'm Josh McDonald. And I'm Miranda Materi, and we are Hand Therapy Academy. Let's talk a little bit about some of the business side of hand therapy. Uh, specifically, we're going to talk about getting referrals. Where do our patients come from and how do we get make sure we have enough patients to keep seeing them? Yeah, I would say, you know, Josh and I have been in private practice for, I don't know, was it like six years now? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, initially, I think we were both so anxious and hungry to get our, our businesses going that, you know, we went out a lot. And I thought, like, I kind of managed like envision myself like later on, not needing to do those things, you know, but that is not the case, right? I feel like it is still a daily grind and you still have to be going out there. Yeah. Yeah. And there's of all the things I think that like, oh, maybe I'll step out of patient care a little bit or also I don't think I'll ever stop marketing as long as I'm in charge of the business. Yeah. I, I feel like you, it's almost impossible to I mean, I feel like it's hard to have a successful business without having that component of it. Yeah, yeah. I try, I have a list of all these places I go. I use an app to manage them and track them and dates. And I have a spreadsheet of where I'm going. And I like to keep, I, I go a couple places every week. And I like to make sure that I'm no more than two weeks removed from visiting any one frequent referral. Like if I have a doctor that sends me a bunch of patients, medium, I don't want to be more than two or three weeks from some point of contact with them. Maybe not a visit, but some point of contact. Yeah. Maybe that's a telephone call. Maybe it's a text message, right? Or yeah. maybe a patient. And I think, um, you know, what you're saying, you're going off, it's about building relationships, right? It's kind of like your friends or your family. You're like checking in with these people. How are they doing? You know, is there any concerns? Because I think they'll tell you early on if there is. Yeah. Yeah. And letting them know that you are available. Now there's some doctors, you can't get their information and Hey, I get people from this doctor, but I don't, I can't interact with them. You got to find who you can interact with. Who's the person in that office that you need to interact with. Maybe it's a medical assistant. They're the one that hands them the business cards of where to go. Maybe it's a referral coordinator. Maybe it's the gal at the front desk that you need to get to know and interact with. There's all these different versions of who matters for sending. Who's the person that tells that patient where to go. And I think it matters not only for getting continued business, but for your patient, right? The patient's yeah. going to have far better outcomes if you're able to communicate in some way with that physician's office. Yeah, yeah. So when it's time to go somewhere and and it's like, okay, I got to, I'm taking an hour or two and I'm going to go a couple of places and I'm headed. What do you do? What do you take with you? What do you, what's your reason for going into the office? Yeah. So sometimes it'll be just as simple. I'm checking in. Hey, do you guys need any referral pads, um, business cards? So a lot of times I won't always take something, but if I feel like, you know, it's time for me to like, you know, so I oftentimes go to Trader Joe's and just get like these like little different, I try to get some like healthy snacks and put them in like a bag and, you know, give them to um, whoever's in the office, you know, thanking them for their business or um, just like kind of a little point of contact. So it kind of gives you a reason to stop by too. Um, but I've done all sorts of different things. How about you? What's kind of your go-to thing? Um, same kind of thing. I want to have some reason for going in. So a lot of times if I hear the front desk, I'll say, oh, I need a script for this patient. I'll say, I'll walk it over to the office. I'll go out of my way to make that visit because that's a reason for me to walk in there and say, hey, I need a prescription. They see my face. They see our business name, all that information. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so hopefully that's some carryover. I have totally gotten away from doing lunches at offices. I feel like that was just a, 
a loss of time and money to, to buy lunch for 30 people who have no clue who I am and get two minutes max of FaceTime with whoever the referral coordinator might be. And I'm, it, it just didn't seem like it was a fruitful thing. So it's usually those quick, any one marketing trip is usually about three minutes of maybe two minutes of facial interaction with somebody and maybe waiting in the waiting room, but very short interactions. Yeah. And then I think like when I tell my staff or anyone goes out, I was like, you know, try to like remember a few things about the person you spoke with. Right. Did you, you know, did they mention to you something they did over the weekend or, you know, something about their kids, because then you can follow up with those things the next time. And I feel like that's part of building relationships. So I like my staff to have some of those, I don't know if you call them soft skills or just some personal communication skills that um, you can use to help build those relationships. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, So when you go market, you you talked about your staff. Do you have your staff market often? Like uh, what's, what's, how do you use them for a marketing approach? Yeah. So, um, and this, I know is some, what of a debated topic. Do you have your therapist go out marketing? Some people have direct marketing people for, you know, their office, but I think you and I have both learned the best marketing is when our therapists do it, right? Because they're the people that the physician wants to see or, and that's where the patient's going. So all I have, all of our staff do marketing. Um, so if there's any downtime in the clinic or there's like a four hour block, then they're all encouraged to go out. So we have this big Google drive and it has a list of all the providers, um, based on like demographic areas. So you can like pick an area to go to what you did, um, what you, what you dropped off or, you know, who you spoke with. So we kind of have like this big system, um, that everybody has access to. Okay. And, and I, I agree with you. It's important to have staff aware of marketing needs and maybe they are the ones texting with the doctor. And so if I have a therapist say, Hey, can you text this doctor a question? I'm like you text the doctor patient, introduce yourself via text. And then now you can have a conversation with them. But for staff, you are as much dependent on those referrals as the business owner, because if the business isn't doing well, they don't need as many therapists. So it's a it's, it's capitalism. If you want a job, you've got to help justify your presence and getting patients and keeping a relationship to improve your patient's outcome is part of your role as a therapist. It's not something that's the most exciting part of our job. It's probably my least favorite part of owning a business, but it is a necessary part to keep everybody gainfully employed. Yeah. And I'll have some therapists that like love it, right? They like getting out of the office. They like, you know, they're really extroverted. They like going and I have some that hate it. And, you know, if you have those people on your team too, let the introvert of my prison might say, well, hey, I'll stay, keep and see your patient if you want to go and go out on that trip, you know? So I feel like they kind of like help each other out with whoever has that skill set. And um, yeah. I think it is harder for the introverted people to go out there. But I also think it's a skill that I'm trying to help them learn and grow into. I use the analogy that marketing is a lot like blind dating. You're going to get a million rejections and you're just going to walk away early on. You're going to go to all these offices and they're going to say, thanks for the information. And you watch them drop it in the trash or yeah, they're busy. And can I give, yeah, here, I'll just take in, I'll give them the information and you know, it doesn't go anywhere. And it just can feel very, um, you can feel very dejected when you're done with it and feel like, yeah, that wasn't successful. But I've had some of those that felt like a dud and then I get referrals from them later. And I've had some where the doctor told me, oh, that's fantastic. I'm going to send a bunch of people to you and you get nothing from them. So it is not a one-to-one relationship between the warm fuzzies when you're there and success from a marketing 
And I think that's key too, right? You might go out and not get anything, but if you go out enough, even go to the same place, right? Yeah. Eventually they're like, oh, hey, how are you doing again? And then yeah. you know, all of a sudden they're sending to you. So <clears throat> I think just because you go out and you don't have a successful experience doesn't mean, you know, the next few times aren't going to be, right? I yeah. used to tell everyone it was, takes about six to seven times at one office to actually generate a referral. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes the first two or three of those are just figuring out who I should be asking for. Because mm -hmm. you go in and ask for the referral coordinator. Oh, she's downtown. Well, but it's the MA that actually hands people a card. And if you get with the right medical assistant or with the right, you know, other person at the front desk, oh, well, here, you should go to this guy. He's really good. We like him. Then it doesn't even need to go to the referral coordinator. So sometimes it's just figuring out who I should ask for or what day to show up on because the right person may not be there on Wednesdays. So sometimes it takes a while to figure that information out. So then once you're getting the referral, what are you doing after that? Like, how do you like kind of close that loop? Yeah. If I, like, I, I just had one where I went somewhere and met a new referral coordinator that I didn't know was there. And when we got a referral, I asked my front desk, tell me exactly when you get a referral from this person. And I send her an email back. Thanks for that. We got them scheduled right away. They're doing great on their eval and let them know like follow-ups with them. So they know like this patient's getting good care. Yeah, that's, I think, key too. Once you get that evaluation done, that eval is getting sent back to that doctor, right? The doctor gets that eval back. You did it quickly. They didn't have to wait, you know, yeah. two weeks to get in or whatever it might be. Yeah, I want them surprised by the quickness and thoroughness of our care. And that is as much marketing as taking donuts in the morning. That's that that relationship where there aren't a lot of clinics out there that are providing good care, quality, quickly, happy patients. There's a lot of clinics out there where patients leave and they've got, you know, three stars, four star reviews. If you can provide five-star service, that's as much marketing as dropping off donuts. Yeah. And when I first started, I talked to like this marketing guy and he was like, you know, you don't really need me, need me. You just need to be the best at your job. Yeah. Right. So yeah. be good at your job, do it well, document well, follow up well. Yeah. All aspects of your job well. Yeah. It's a matter of getting people to realize you're doing it well. And so maybe a kickstart here and there, but yeah, getting out there and letting people know. Yep. Yeah. So marketing is not necessarily our most favorite part of it, but it is a real part of it. So if you are in the marketing world or if you're thinking about owning a business, this hopefully this was helpful. All right. If you have questions, you can email us info at handtherapyacademy.com or check us out on Instagram at Hand Therapy Academy.